right, 521 at WFMD and WFMD.com. News and commentary for a Thursday. And let's start off with what I experienced last week. Maybe not travel nightmares, but travel nightmares for many up and down the United States, East Coast to West Coast. And in this point, the West Coast where nightmares is airlines trying to deal with thousands of delays and cancellations due to bad weather and staffing shortages. We have Jane Katsuyama, Fox TV affiliate KTVU, reporting from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO Wednesday, passengers waited hours in a line that stretched from United's customer service desk across Terminal 3. I have been waiting at least for two hours. We arrived from Sydney, Australia at 7 a.m. this morning, and when we got here, we were moved to six different gates. We are uh, overwhelmed, frustrated, tired. Storms on the East Coast caused some of the delays, the weather forcing the FAA to temporarily ground planes bound for Boston. United Airlines CEO also blamed the FAA for delays, saying there was a shortage of air traffic controllers. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, who is a complete and epic failure, says airlines get some of the blame for scheduling more flights than their crews can handle. What about the government for making people get jabs over jobs? That was one of the big things. Remember during the 2020-2021 cycle period where people were forced to mask up on airplanes? I flew an American Airlines flight to Charlotte, North Carolina during the height of the pandemic, and I was very, very sick the next day. Don't know if it was COVID because I I wasn't tested and obviously I survived, but I was wearing a mask and uh, I believe that hindered my ability to recover from whatever virus I was suffering with. 523 at WFMD. Let's talk about the weather now. At least 14 people have died so far in the heat wave blasting the U.S. Southern Tier and meteorologist Frank Per area of the National Weather Services, the misery is not over yet. Dangerous heat will continue to expand east through the lower Mississippi Valley and into the Mid-South and eventually into the southeast through Friday. So many areas will begin to experience their most significant heat of the season so far. Again, uh, Frank Prairie of the National Weather Service, WFMD time is 524. Let's talk about the Pulse of America. Fox News survey sheds light on voters' trust. The 2024 presidential candidates and the U.S. government, Kristen Goodwin reporting with more. In a Fox News poll of over 1,000 U.S. voters, over half say former President Trump's handling of classified documents put national security at risk. But after pleading not guilty to federal charges, the former president remains the top GOP candidate in the 2024 race to the White House, with 56% of GOP primary voters saying they'll support him, up 3% since last month, and only 13% saying they would not. 51% say they have confidence in the Justice Department, 49% do not. President Biden continues to lead by a wide margin among Democratic primary voters with 64% support and equal 39% of Republicans and Democrats say they plan to vote in their state's primary or caucus. 
Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. It's 525 at WFMD. Marine veteran Daniel Penny has pleaded not guilty to a manslaughter charge related to the chokehold death of Jordan Neely in a New York City subway. Fox's Molly Line has more. Penny officially entering his not guilty plea in a Manhattan courtroom. Penny is charged in a New York State Supreme Court indictment with one count of manslaughter in the second degree and one count of criminally negligent homicide stemming from the death of Jordan Neely. Prosecutors say Penny put 30-year-old Neely in a fatal chokehold on the F train. One video of the deadly incident went viral after Neely's death. But prosecutors claim in a newly filed document that they have five cell phone videos from three different witnesses which they plan to introduce as evidence. Defense attorneys argue the case is bigger than Penny alone. Danny won't be the only one on trial. The right and duty to defend one another will be on trial too. Penny had previously claimed Neely was threatening to kill, saying he was prepared to go to jail or die. 526 at WFMD Penny was granted the same $100,000 bail conditions as his May court appearance and has been released. And uh, we are at 526 right here on WFMD. I told you about that Domingo Herman perfect game as the New York pitcher throwing a perfect game in the team's 11 to nothing drubbing of the Oakland A's Wednesday night. Herman is the 24th player in Major League history and the fourth Yankee ever to do so. Grounded to third. Sound courtesy of the Yes Network, the 30-year-old right-hander finishing the night with no hits, no walks, and nine strikeouts in nine innings. There it is, 527 at WFMD, news and commentary. Now we check traffic and weather right here on the Morning News Express, working our way up to 610. That's when the morning mayor joins me, Chris Murray, at 550. Busy, busy Thursday morning and a hazy Thursday morning. We're under a code red alert right here at Free Talk 930 WFMD. 930 WFMD Business Update. And welcome back to the Morning News Express. We check in with Chris Murray, the president of Murray Financial Group in downtown Frederick and the host of Your Financial Editor, a show you can hear on Saturdays right here on WFMD. Chris, very good Thursday morning to you. Markets were mixed on Wednesday. Yeah, good morning, Ryan. They were. We did have a mixed day. The uh, Dow was down 74 points, about a quarter of a percent. Uh, The S&P 500 was flat. It was down just one point yesterday. And the NASDAQ uh, went the other direction. It was up 36 points, about a quarter of a percentage point. All right, Chris, the Federal Reserve says big banks are solid. Should we believe that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, people are a little uneasy right now, obviously, because of earlier in the year when we saw uh, Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, and First Republic Bank uh, all fail, and you had that intervention with uh, the FDIC and the Treasury Department. Um, But every year, the Federal Reserve does what they call a stress test, and the uh, 23 largest banks in the country uh, all passed, according to the Federal Reserve yesterday. So you're talking about, uh, you know, Bank of America, Bank of New York, Citigroup, Goldman Sachs, Wells Fargo, the real biggies, where they're put under uh, a hypothetical stress test 
that says, okay, you know, we're going to go into a severe recession, and uh, also um, we're, you know, going to have um, a depreciation in commercial real estate value. So, like I said, it's a hypothetical test, but um, supposedly everything went fine, and, um, and you know, that uh, obviously makes you feel good if, in fact, you believe it. Yeah, so let's unpack the hypothetical stress test for a minute. How do they... How do they implement that? What type of scenarios might they pose to a bank to make sure they're solid? Yeah, the big part, like I said, is, you know, they, they say, okay, it's a severe recession, so you've got uh, negative um, uh, growth with the economy um, and everything else that goes along with the recession, a severe recession. Um, and then uh, they say, okay, there is a uh, 40% decline in commercial real estate prices, you know, the, the impact that that would have, that would be severe because, uh, you, you, you know, you also would have office vacancies, which would lead to uh, loan defaults. So they try to make the model um, where, again, it would create this very, very negative uh, scenario for the banks and how they would be able to handle it. Talking to Chris Murray here, 552 on WFMD. So I'm interested about digital currency. I actually had a dream last night. I don't know what kind of dream it was. (laughs) It had to do with digital currency. And and one thing, I stepped outside my house. Honest to goodness, Chris, this is a few hours ago. I stepped outside my house, and it was raining digital currency. (laughs) It was raining digital currency. I was getting flooded with digital coins on top of my head and and surprisingly they weren't hurting. But if we go to digital currency, what will that look like for the American consumer? Will we get a heads up? Um, Will the government send a text message to our phone and say, surprise, there's no more money in your bank account? What will happen? Yeah, um, it's such a scary subject, and that's why I'm glad we talk about it. You know, the um, the Federal Reserve ran, um, uh, you know, some tests on the central bank digital currency for America back in uh, November with some of the big banks like Citigroup and others. Um, basically, it, you know, I don't think it's anything, you know, that they can make happen overnight by any means. Um, hopefully you would have Congress uh, where you would have hearings, and more importantly, it would be voted on after the American public is made aware, like you said, of the uh, the resistance from the government on what they could or could not do uh, to your uh, digital currency account. And then with it being really being out in the open, and besides us talking about it occasionally, you know, it would be hopefully mainstream, um, people would be able to uh, contact their congressmen and senators and say, look, there is no way on earth that I want this Uh, to be a part of my life, so you better vote against it. All right, Chris, 554, we've reached the end of this great segment. What are you watching for us today? Uh, Initial jobless claims, we get our last revision for uh, GDP, last quarter GDP, as we get ready to end this quarter. Pending home sales, and then some names of uh, note like Nike, Paycheck, McCormick, all coming out with their earnings today. And Chris, just for the record... I hope it never rains digital currency on my... I'm with you 100%. <laughs> right. All right, 555. I'll talk to you next hour. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Ryan. All right, 555 at WFMD.